0: What up world? It's your past first point guard and trailblazers reporter Mike Richmond. Listen to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Available wherever you get podcasts and also on YouTube. Thanks for making the show your first listen, free on all platforms. Five days a week coming at you Monday through Friday. So make it a part of your daily routine. Make it your first listen. Tell your friends to do the same. It's Locked on Blazers, your team every day. In today's show, we've got a little injury update. Uh, Anthony Simon's getting closer. Sounds like he may be on the court when the Blazers play against the Philadelphia 76ers Friday evening or today as you are listening to this show. March 10th episode of Locked on Blazers. Talk about that, the implications, and, and why it. You know, why well, it matters, every time it's good, but some more implications uh, regarding that. And then uh, I want to spend some time to close the show talking about the future of regional sports networks. The the a portion of the company that owns the Blazers, Root Sports, is going to get out of the game. They're going to get out of the regional sports network game. Everybody's getting out. The way we watch sports is fundamentally changing, and while it might not impact the Blazers in the immediate term, it is going to impact how we all watch sports and the Portland Travelers in the future. Many of you have asked me about this, so I was waiting kind of for a day when we had, when it was a good time to put it into the show. Today's that day. We're going to talk about RSNs and bankruptcy and and, and the sort of the the future of how we watch stuff to close the show. But first, let's talk a little basketball. Uh, Anthony Simons is now has been upgraded to questionable with his ankle injury. Uh, missing over a little more than a week after he after he missed exactly two weeks, came back and, and aggravated the injury, uh, re sprained his ankle in the third quarter of his first game back, and now he's missing, missing a little over a week, and he's going to uh, likely return. He's been given the questionable designation heading into Friday's game on the Blazers injury report. That is typically from out to questionable is the designation that says this dude's going to play, but he's going to work out before the game. And if he, um, there's a chance, and there's a chance he doesn't. Uh, but typically, the way the Blazers have done it, a questionable tag means that he'll be back. Uh, the other name to know that's on the injury l- list is the one that isn't, Yusuf Nurkic, no longer listed on the injury report. So. He will play and he will start against Philly. That'll be a fun matchup with him and Joel Embiid, uh, if nothing else, because it's just a big person who can guard and maybe foul out against Joel Embiid before someone comes in and also fouls out against Joel Embiid. He's been he's been on a, a wild tear on offense. Um, I don't think Embiid's going to win MVP, but he's certainly one of the best players in the league. Uh, he is he'll he'll finish in the top three in voting. He's he's been outrageous. Um, and so that'd be a fun matchup with him and Nurk. I mean, it might not be that fun because he might give he might give Nurk like forty four and eighteen. But um, better than the Blazers' other options, to be sure. Uh, I assume Nurk will still be on some sort of a minutes restriction. Um, Nurk only played eight, just shy of eighteen minutes in his first game back, but the Blazers kind of punted on the final six minutes. I bet he was probably cleared to play twenty ish. Um, And I would assume, and he's in that range again, 20-ish Friday, maybe 20-plus, maybe a little, you know, maybe that 22 mark, uh, it's... I don't understand how men's restrictions work how do they know your body is cool for 18 minutes but not cool for 21 minutes it's uh, that is sports science that is beyond me but Amphrey Simons if he's back you assume he'll start uh, the question is who's the, who's your fifth starter in in that case in the past it was Matisse Thibel, and I think it makes sense to have Thibault there because then you always have two creators on the floor if Cam uh, Reddish comes off the bench and then Ant comes back with the bench you get the Ant and Cam uh, two, two ball handlers with the bench you you get Dame and Ant with uh, Dame and Ant with the starters, and then on the first sub you can bring Cam in. You get Dame and Cam, and you always have two people who can dribble a little bit. Reddish has been playing a bunch of minutes. Like he's, um, you know, Chauncey really—they're either really committed to Cam, Cam Reddish because they really want to see what he can do, or Chauncey just really likes him. And the answer is probably both. They want to play him minutes to see what he can do, and Chauncey Billups like outwardly very much trust what he brings to the table and wants to see um and and you know going to trust him with ball handling some playmaking they they just need another person who can dribble a little bit another person who can get um you know get things set up set up a little and Cam Reddish has shown he can get things set up a little i think that's that's fair so i, I assume that Avery Simus comes back is that is is that's the direction they go but because Chauncey loves game Rash so much, it wouldn't surprise me if he starts and plays 40 minutes and they like um, Naz- Nazir Little is not allowed to participate in the game. Uh, the, the big deal about Amphrey Simons coming back is not like uh, jokes about Nazir Little's playing time, but I will, I've reserved the right to make more of those uh, on Monday show after the, the Blazers close out the road trip. Um, it, it's the. it's. The Blazers, you know, they might get thrashed by Philly. That's a really good team. They're on the road. Blazers have, haven't really beaten good teams with, with much regularity this season. They haven't been very good on the road. It, it's like a lot of things point to this being a, another Portland L, right? Like they're just, um, they're not quite there. And, you know, Ant coming back from an injury, Nurt coming back from an injury. They're just, um, they're not whole yet. But the yet is the key part. I, what matters for me for the rest of the season is evaluating the parts together, see more Damon Nance, see what the rotation looks like when Matisse, Thiebel, and Kamrash aren't your starting wings, but they're more of, like, bench parts. You mix and match, figure out what works. Like, evaluating how the pieces fit for the next iteration of this team is so much more valuable to me than, like... Finishing ninth in the West, and like and the achieving play-in glory, um, I you know I, I'm on the record, and I'll say it for new listeners here. I don't think the Blazers should make the playoffs. I think they're better off missing the playoffs. But also, like, I if you root for this team, um, I can see why you're like, I want them to win the games, Michael. Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I, I support that. I support it. I support that. I support the logic. Um, but I, you know, I think we're deep enough into the season where this team just—they're—they kind of are where they are. They're mediocre to bat. They're mediocre to less than that. Um, but with Amphrey Simon's back, he really helps. He can really score. Um, we will get to see more more of what the full squad looks like, and more full squad is like helps you make better decisions. Um, this is like in some ways, this is data collection, right? Like, just, like, see us, get as many reps with something that looks like what a, could be a future rotation and then make your decisions there. You know, um, I'll, I guess I'll put my cards on the table here. I think it would be bad news if every Simons is on the roster opening day next year along with Damian Lord. If they're both on the team um, and the team's pretty committed to Dame, like, I mean, I'll be on. I'll I'll keep it real all summer long. I'll keep it real here too. It's like I, I don't want them to run it back with two small guards. I am I, we're a decade into the experiment. I'm good. I'm good. I know how it works. Um, but I do want them to run as many other combos and get a bunch of reps and figure out. You know, like okay, here's what if this looks like. What if there's a scenario where Amari Simons really can, like that we upgrade the roster enough that Amphrey Simons really can be a six man. We get enough length that it really works. And like maybe you find that. I mean, you're not gonna find it out. Uh, for real, but maybe you start to get some data that that can that can make some of your decisions easier in the future or more informed. I think, rather in the future, I think that that is the importance of Ant's return, and hopefully he's healthy and plays down the stretch, and we get to see him play. If nothing else, he's fun to watch play, and uh, and you know even if we don't get a bunch of like useful data for like how the team building works. Seeing every time I play basketball is cool, and I will enjoy doing that. In the second segment, close the show, second, third segments, I want to talk about regional sports networks. They're going bankrupt. It will impact the Blazers at some point, not in the near future, but in the medium future. This will have an impact on how you watch your favorite basketball team. And a lot of you were curious about it. So I want to share some thoughts and some just kind of the basic uh, wh- what's what is going on with local TV deals and sports across the landscape. That's what we'll do. Uh, talk, a little, talk a little sports business to uh, to close the show. But first, let me tell you about BetterHelp. This episode, this show, in fact, is brought to you by BetterHelp. Uh, Therapy can be pretty useful because getting to know yourself is a lifelong process especially because we're always changing we're always growing and then and, and therapy which better help provides is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things better help connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on a journey of self-discovery from wherever you are uh, i've used this analogy before but think about therapy as routine maintenance for your brain for your mental for your for your mental faculties you, Therapy can absolutely help when you are dealing with an acute traumatic event, but it also can be incredibly valuable as just a routine maintenance to keep your brain, your body, so your mental well-being running the way it should because it allows you to check in with why and how you feel a certain way. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule just fill out a brief question questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge discover your potential with better help visit betterhelp.com slash locked on nba today to get 10 percent off your first month that's better help help.com slash locked on nba All- about what's going on in the world. About a month ago, uh, starting on on February 15th, the sort of, I guess it's like the middle of the end of regional sports networks came crashing down. Uh, On that day, it was announced that Sinclair Broadcasting, the wing of Sinclair Broadcasting that owns regional sports networks, Bally Sports, is... Going bankrupt. They are eventually going to totally evaporate. Um, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to, Chapter 7, fully liquidate, just straight up not exist. They have until the end of March to kind of figure out their deals in each market and they will no longer exist. Bally Sports, if you don't know, is what Fox, what used to be Fox Sports. Here's a funny part about this world. Disney bought a, bought a portion of Fox. When Disney bought a portion of Fox, Fox Sports was no longer allowed to have the regional sports networks, Fox Sports, that was in that uh, 42 different franchises across Major League Baseball and the NHL and, the, and as well as the NBA. It's in 16, 16 NBA teams were broadcast on, on Fox Sports regional networks. ESPN, buy, ESPN buys Fox, then they were gonna have a monopoly as the national and local broadcasters, so they were forced to sell. You know, you know, federal regulators say you gotta sell. They sell to Sinclair. Sinclair buys the buys this product on the cheap, creates Bally Sports, regional sports networks. Sinclair can't afford it. These networks are are hemorrhaging money. And Sinclair is now going to not be able to make a debt payment, and they are going to fully liquidate and die. That means 16 NBA teams, Bally Sports is just going to disappear. What might become of them, they will have to figure it out um, he- moving forward. Uh, it- it's, you know, regional the local TV networks as regional sport networks. Like, so for us, that's Root Sports here in Portland or where you live might be ATT Sportsnet or one of these Bally Sports networks. It's like these... These matter more in the regular season, and they matter across a bunch of different sports. They certainly matter a lot in baseball, where you play 160 games. Um, it's these things are dying. That was February 15th. On February 24th, the Sports Business Journal John Urand, Urand uh, reported that Warner Bros. and discovery that was a Warner Brothers Discovery, another another big media conglomerate has told teams that it wants out of the RSN business. They want out of the Regional Sports Network business. That is the company that owns, Warner Brothers owns AT&T and Sportsnet, and they are a minority owner of the broadcast, the Regional Sports Network right out here in Portland, Root Sports. According to Wikipedia, <laughs> this is where I found this information, uh, the Mariners, Seattle Mariners, own 60% of Root Sports, and Warner Brothers owns 40%. So they're a minority owner, but that's a, that's a significant stake, and if they were to get out, I would imagine that the Mariners would probably need other investors to keep this thing afloat, or they're just going to sink a bunch of money into it. But there could be some value there. Uh, the Blazers had a long running contract with Comcast Sportsnet Northwest for almost 15 years, 14 seasons they decided to go away from Comcast when they went away from Comcast they signed a 4 year deal with Root that runs through the 24 25 season and when it was announced the Warner Brothers was like we're, we're out we're going to get out like in the future not like in the immediate term but like in the future we're going to get out we do not want this is this is a this is not a business model that works we want out the Blazers released a statement that said uh this is not going to impact our relationship with Root if Warner if if a minority owner leaves we got four years with Root. We're going to continue to broadcast. And because the Mariners own it, I think there's some stability there. So what the hell's going on, right? Like, what is this? What are all the Bally Sports and ESPN and Fox Sports and Sinclair Broadcasting and 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 Warner Brothers and Root and, and blah, 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 blah. Um, there's no money in regional sports networks because people my age do not watch television. In fact, if you are someone who follows, like... Um, TV ratings, particularly live sports ratings. If you're in this world, the like live sporting events, like say like the NBA All Star Game and stuff, get killed when compared in just sort of raw volume to the similar events of the past. You say like, yo, how did um how did the 2023 All Star Game compare to the 2014 NBA All Star Game? Didn't do well. It has a better it has like a equal share, if not larger share of of like total you know eyeball audience. But just the raw numbers of folks watching TV on cable is incredibly low, and regional sports broadcasts are only valuable to these cable, like to local cable providers, right? Um, the the nature of cable is that it comes on a wire into your home, so it's literally local. Those that was what was propping up regional sports betters was people who didn't cut the cord. But when people started cutting the cord watching t- stuff on streaming, on YouTube. You know, I get my TV on um, on a, st- a major streaming platform that I'm not going to, to promote, but, you know, the big ones like uh, Hulu and YouTube TV um, and, and others, like, they don't... There is no value in them investing in regional sports because there's just not enough eyeballs to make the deal between broadcasting Mariners, Kraken, and Blazer games, which has a very, very niche, you know, localized audience, paying to have that... Paying, paying for that contract in each market is just the broadcast rights aren't worth it to them because they're not going to turn it around. So the big national streamers have no interest in regional sports. This is not a Blazers thing. This is This is everywhere. No one has any interest in it. So it's only cable, but cable is dying. So regional sports are dying along with it. It's coming. I've talked about this on the show before. is not like this particular section is not particularly new. Like the, 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 it's dying. It's it's happening in baseball. It's going to be really impactful in baseball um, because that's like how the Dodgers exist to some extent. It's because they have a massive local TV deal. Um, The Yankees, the yes network is the most popular regional sports network in the, in, in the country. Like it is, um, you know, these things prop teams up and, and they matter in local markets. But when, when the Blazers were on Comcast, you could there was a, uh, there was a willingness to sign the Comcast contract because it included Steph Curry in the Bay Area and included the Boston Celtics in um, in Boston in in New England at the time. So signing a regional deal with Comcast and its regional affiliates, sure, YouTube TV and Hulu would bring the Blazers in because with it they got the most popular player in the world in Steph Curry. They got this massive legacy franchise in. Uh, with the Celtics, they got also the Chicago Bulls with this deal, like big legacy franchises as well. There was a reason to do it. When the Blazers splintered off from that deal, chose to go away from Comcast. Um, and like full disclosure, I worked for Comcast Sports Northwest for a little while. Uh, I um, I was there as a part-timer as it died. Um, like it was, um, you know, it was... That move wasn't, that move, like, that isn't, like, the mistake the Blazers made to, like, screw themselves or whatever. Um, this, this, the climate of Regional Sports Network dying was going to happen regardless. And, in fact, being on a Regional Sports Network owned by a team might be the future of what comes next. And so, with all of this, it's like, so what does this mean for me? What does this mean for me? Like, the business stuff, I don't care, whatever, whatever. What does it mean? Eventually, it's going to change how we watch all of our sports. And in my eyes, there are two potential options for the way this goes. Let's discuss those to close the show. But first, let's talk about Fan Duel. It's America's largest sports book. And now's a great time to get in on the action as we head into the stretch run of the NBA's season. And if you get in now, you can get a no sweat first bet that means up to a thousand dollars back in bonus bets when you place your first bet as long as you as long as you go to fanduel.com locked on uh super simple to play super simple to use the app is clean and easy and and uh, very intuitive in my personal opinion um plus you can combine your bets if you, you know you can bet on on live odds you can bet on props for players plus you can combine those things to make more money in a same game parlay so don't wait go take advantage go to fanduel.com slash locked on get that no sweat first bet up to a thousand dollars back in bonus bets that's fanduel.com slash locked on make every moment more with fanduel an official sports betting partner of the nba still a pass first point guard Still Mike Richmond, I'm, and you are still listening to Locked On Blazers. So, what's next for Regional Sports Network? It's not going to impact the Blazers in the near term. Uh, I would assume that by you know by the time Warner Brothers and uh, Warner Brothers Discovery gets out of the game, will be you know a couple years down the line. But they'll get, they are certainly going to get out of the game because there is no money in it. In fact. That's why you see Root Sports invest very little money in the in broadcasting Blazer games. The Blazer Broadcasting, Kevin Calabro, Lamar Heard, uh Brooke Olsendam, uh, all the all the Rotin cast of, of folks who work on who work in the studio shows, those people are employees of the team. They work for Blazer Broadcasting. Blazer Broadcasting itself is insulated employees of the team. So all of the content you see around the Portland Trailblazers is them. There's almost no external content from Root Sports around the Trailblazers because there's very little reason to invest in anything than putting the games on television because again, y'all are not watching TV. I'm not watching TV either. I'm I'm doing other stuff. <laughs> and if I am, I'm what we're watching streaming programs. Nobody is watching linear cable. No one is no one's channel flipping anymore. It's just not how we watch TV. It's the reality of it. You're paying for you're paying for the big ones. You're paying for Netflix. You're paying for uh, you're play, paying for HBO. You're paying for like whatever the uh, Hulu's pay, pay product is, um, and you're paying for your Paramount Pluses and your CBS whatever whatever's like you 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 are everything is really niche and that is the direction the NBA and regional sports networks in general are very likely to head. I think there are two ways this goes. Um, one is a, an idea that has been reported by for, for years. I'm I'm seven, eight years ago, it was reported by Joe Freeman, my colleague at the Oregonian at the time, was that teams as far back as then were considering a direct to consumer streaming product that they would own. I don't think this is dissimilar from what the um from what the Seattle uh Mariners are have with Root, where it's a channel that they own. The difference would be instead of um, broadcasting it on Comcast, um, where, you know, it's available to get you available to get on Comcast is that it'd be direct to consumer, you would pay X number of dollars to pay for root sports, which is it would be a streaming service in an application that comes onto your devices. So you could specifically watch Pacific Northwest teams. That's somewhere down the line that's very likely in fact according to forbes.com uh, the New England teams the sort of uh, New England family of, of family of teams have have thought about um, have have sort of, already put out a product that is similar to it and specifically the Boston Red Sox have explored having something very specifically looking like that that would include Patriots games and like all of the Boston teams uh, around in there as well and and the Yankees with Yes Network which is um, like a separate entity I'm not exactly sure the structure of it but it, it is it is partially owned by the Yankees, not fully. Um, the Yankees have, have thought about a direct-to-consumer product that just p- bypasses Yes Network, which also includes um, other sporting events and says, like, here you go, this is it. The difference being that those networks have to go to places. They have to go to Amazon, right? Like, um, Amazon Prime has Yes Network. I know that because a friend of mine worked for them for a while. Like... The difference would be it would be directly to you. You would pay directly for the service. Bally's tried this with Bally Sports Plus. It was just a freaking awful offer because it was like three hundred dollars to watch eighty Pelicans games. <laughs> That's that is um, a phrase I learned recently from a friend. That is an inelastic demand. That's that is um, not a lot of elasticity at three hundred bucks there from uh, for. Uh, NBA, an NBA, an NBA season. So that's one route is that there's direct to consumer products by teams or by entities, right? Like by like regional entities. Okay. The, the late, the wouldn't be the Lakers and the Clippers cause they never do business together, but something to that effect, like the Mariners and Kraken and Blazers and, and Timbers get together and have a plan. Uh, it'd be weird with Timbers and Sounders, but I'm sure they could figure it out. And, and then you would get that streaming package. The direct to consumer way is one way it goes. The other way it goes is the way that MLS has gone, which is that they do not have local broadcasts anymore. What they have is a deal with Apple Apple TV and all the games are available there and every game is an every game is a national broadcast. Every game is like an MLS produ- production. There's games that are on other channels, but um, like the non ESPN's games are on that app, on Apple Plus. You know, the majority of games are on Apple Plus. There is no local broadcast anymore. It's just if you want to watch it, you're watching the MLS's television product. A little different. I don't think you do it in the NBA. Too many games, too many teams. Uh, the, the, the markets would just be hard to deal with. So I think that it would probably be a third option, which is sort of. A hybrid of these two and I think this is where it ends up the NBA controls the rights the teams broadcast their games Blazer Broadcasting puts out the product they shoot the games and it exists on the NBA app and so if you want to watch the Blazers there is now a free of local free of local blackouts because it's just through the NBA's app and it is and you pay for you know whatever it's going to be is $500 a year or something outrageous Um, money's not even going (laughs) to <laughs> the way things are getting more expensive, I'm getting old, but the way things are getting more expensive is like $500 to watch a blazers. Of course I'll do it. Um, it'll be, every team will control their product in market, send it to the big hub and the NBA will disperse it through their product, a streaming service on the NBA's famously well-designed and well-run app. So that is your direct to consumer product and, that is your combination of like centralized MLS style all of the everything lives on one streaming service. So I, like I I don't think like Amazon Prime is going to get rights to all the NBA games, but that is a possibility. Hulu could pay for the rights to all of the NBA games. Or I think the more likely thing is that the NBA itself says, "We will control it, we'll sell the ads, we'll make the money. We we want it all here without having to negotiate and to have this giant um, broadcast cash cow, we will be, you know, it'll be produced locally by blazer broadcasting and distributed via the NBA app, which will go to your smart TV or your phone or whatever it is. That's the future. All of this is to say, I don't think it will change who brings you the games. Uh, I don't think blazer broadcasting is going anywhere. They own it. Um, it's, you know, it's a lot of familiar faces who worked there for a long time. Uh, you know, I, Kevin Lamar really good on TV. You're gonna you'll be lucky to have them. Um, you know you'll still get a bunch of Brookles and damn it'll be fun. Like these are just good stuff. It'll just be how we get it changes, and quite frankly, the price point of which how we get it will change. It will become maybe a little bit easier for those of you in market who have trouble with blackouts because you're a cord cutter because it's happened to so many. Um, but it might be a little more expensive. And those of you out of market, it will be the exact same thing you already get. Except more expensive because it's, again, like, you know, if you're at a market and you watch League Pass, it would be like that, except that would be everywhere and for every team and there would be no local blackouts. That is that is the sort of entity that I would guess would exist in-house or they'll sell that exact package to Hulu and you'll have to pay for the Hulu plus the NBA pa- package for 400 bucks and you'll get all of the games but I still think it will be broadcast locally just because of the volume of games and the specificity of the teams. And like um, the, you know, and the, the way, the way NBA broadcasts work, it's like the the Lakers aren't going to give up control to their games. They want, to have some of that internally and every team is going to have the push and pull of those types of things. I think that's where we're headed. This The short term is that nothing changes. The long term is that it's going to drastically change and become um, both easier and more difficult to watch because regional sports networks are going to die and whatever comes next will be across every single sport. This regional sport net- sports networks dying in hockey, dying in baseball where it's a huge deal, dying in, in uh, basketball, Like it's, it's everywhere. The, the NFL has shown that on you know with these Thursday night Amazon broadcasts that there is interest in national games, but a regular season, you know Monday night against the Pistons, Blazers Pistons Monday night is not a national game. So that's why these solutions, like these localized solutions in-house with the league, I think is the path forward for the, for the for basketball for the National Basketball Association. Okay, uh, I probably got five or six emails about this, so I wanted to go long on it. I hope that clears up your questions. If you have more, shoot me an email, locked on blazerspod at gmail.com. And I hope you learned a little bit about the future of regional sports television heading into the weekend. Blazers play the Philadelphia 76ers on Friday. They close out the show. Close out the show. They, I'm closing out the show. They're going to close out the road trip Sunday against the New Orleans Pelicans. We'll talk about both those games next time you hear my voice Sunday evening. Look for it in your feeds. Tell your friends about the show. I appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.